0: You have been warned You press play It's too late to stop Get ready to podcast
1: Alright, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys Podcast It is IDJ Impact And I have Sin City Steve with us The original Biggest Bad Boy member We don't have Matt Michaels with us We don't have... Diamond Street with us. I guess they're sick. We gotta send them some medicine or something. But um, I'm sure they'll be back the following week. Nevertheless, we got two great guys with us. First off, we have our local Las Vegas comedian Rob with us. How you doing, Rob?
0: Good, good, good,
1: good, good. And we have our honorary bad boy John himself. How you doing, John?
2: Doing good, DJ. Thank you for having me on. Working my way up to my brown belt.
1: <laughs> it's coming, it's coming Alright, this is our three count And welcome, we got three good stories for you We ask you to make sure you throw any of your comments In the chat box of YouTube uh, Facebook Live or Twitch And we'll try to get it on as we see fit Alright, so with that Let's get right to our uh, our first count Well, let's get with the opening Then the first count It's time <laughs> Biggest bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count, talk. <laughs> count, talk, baby. All right. Count one. one. Kurt Angle wouldn't blame Finn Balor for leaving WWE if the company doesn't do something dramatic with him. And that's from WrestlingNews.co. And it just reads quickly like this that uh, the uh, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins beat Finn Balor at WWE SummerSlam Premium Live event for a field in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, this was a rematch from Money in the Bank where Rollins also went over. Now, throughout this program, WWE has teased tension among Balor and members of the Judgment Day. Coming out of SummerSlam, Rollins has entered into a, a program with Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, while speaking about the match on the podcast, Kurt Angle shared, shared his take that WWE should do something notable with Balor. and wouldn't blame him for leaving the company if they didn't do something big. Quote, well, you know what? It would have been nice if they would have given Balor the world title. You know, I think he's really over. Incredible, Incredibly athletic. He has a lot of charisma. This kid, you know, if WWE doesn't end up doing something with him that's dramatic, I wouldn't blame him if he went off and went somewhere else. I don't want to see him do that because I love WWE. W- Jesus, what's going on today? I love WWE, and I think he's a good fit for them. But they need to start putting this kid over. He deserves it. They're over, speaking of judgment day. They're still over without edge. All right. Uh let me go to you first on this, sin city. Um, I'm just confused. What listen? Okay, I get it. Finn Balor, yes, should eventually get something, but I was hearing that they had to create a belt because Seth Rollins needed a title. Apparently, everybody needs some sort of title who's in, <laughs> in this business. Everybody, at some point, you're you're going to get it, but why does Finn w- feels WWE. In- <laughs> no, listen. This was Kurt Angle's. He believes that if Finn doesn't get it, that, hey, he has every right to leave because they're not looking at him. Cincinnati, what's your thoughts on this? So, dude, the thing that
3: I, I, I totally understand people's frustrations because when you have one man holding an entire brand hostage because Roman is not just you know there for a while he was holding the entire main event hostage so they had to find other other ways to uh, to elevate titles so that they seemed like as if they belonged you know in a main event card slot because of the infrequency that Roman wrestled um, and continues to wrestle. Um, but the, the fact is, yeah, it yes, Rollins is deserving of a title, without question. Um, there were a lot of people that had thought that Finn would be the one to beat Seth for that championship at SummerSlam, because according to even Seth himself, his back is fucked up. So a lot, of people, a lot of people thought that it was just the time that they would allow Seth to take some time off, you know, get whatever procedures done that he needed to get done, heal up, rest up, while at the same time capitalizing on, quite frankly, the hottest that the Judgment Day has been. And you also have the possibility of the infighting with Damian Priest with the briefcase while Finn has the title. And you could have easily played on that and that, that would give you months worth of storyline right there. So I, I, I definitely see that because, yes, his connections in the other company are well known. Um, yeah, he, uh, Prince Devitt was a former multi-time IWGP junior heavyweight champion in, uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, uh, yeah, he just so happened to, uh, to be in a, a pretty interesting stable Uh, that a lot of other gaijins were a part of and uh, made a lot of really interesting connections, some of which were elite.
1: (laughs) Let me just say this right quick, Sissy. I do agree with American Bam Bam with a statement that you said, said and that is American Bam Bam said he is carrying, speaking of Roman Reigns, he's carrying the main event, not holding it hostage. I agree with the same thing. I think Roman Reigns... Listen, if you're the top dog of the company, then as far as I'm concerned, hey, you should be holding that belt, be in the main event, whatever however it goes, that's the way it should be. I could be wrong about that, but I don't see a problem with that at all. I'm loving it. Let's so go. you say you say you acknowledge that? I acknowledge it.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh Lord.
1: I acknowledge it.
0: That's a sports God, entertainment pun.
3: <laughs>
1: that's right, John- <my> pal.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we such appreciate your pun that's
1: such good shit john listen man uh i i get it i get what kurt angle was saying okay um finn deserves to get a title he could he and at some point listen if he bounced he would understand that but do you really really feel that it, it was that necessary <laughs>
2: I don't feel it's that necessary. I understand what Kurt Angle is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had you know, Finn Balor get called up to the main card July of 2016. Mm-hmm. Less than one month later, he's defeating Seth Rollins as the demon at SummerSlam 2016 and then relinquishes the title the next night due to injury from the infamous buckle bomb spot on the outside. Right. Since then, since he came back, he's had a few spots. I think it was WrestleMania 2000 uh WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans, the triple threat match with Seth Rollins and The Miz. That was a highlight of that night for me. Mm-hmm. Him going back to NXT after losing to The Fiend at SummerSlam in t- 2019. I think that rejuvenated his career and to get him away from just being known as Finn Bálor the Demon. Then he came back. I thought it was still a little bit stagnant. I thought, I think he elevated the judgment day uh, better than Edge did. So uh, to me, that was a surprise. With Steve, I thought that he was going to beat Seth, uh, Seth Rollins at SummerSlam due to the rumored injuries uh, that have been reported for Seth Rollins. And does he deserve it? Absolutely. If he were to go, though, to an a all elite type of pro wrestling company i feel he would get lost in the mix after the first month of the shiny new toy aspect would come into play Mm -hmm. if he he leaves um the wwe which i from what i researched his contract is supposedly up next year in
1: 2024 Mm -hmm. send him back to new japan i would love to see him over there running shop absolutely yep okay all right Rob, what's your take, man? I think Finn Balor is doing a great job over at WWE. He doesn't necessarily need to have a title right now, but but Kurt thinks something should happen. What's your take?
0: He was put in the Judgment Day because Edge was kind of stale right out of the gate, I thought. They didn't know quite how to present the Judgment Day. Edge came out in a, in a crushed velvet jacket, and, and he was still playing it like he was Gangrel. He was doing that kind of like old school type thing. Right. And I'm like, all right, you're going to come out with a cup of Clamato juice now and try to be vampires again. What are we doing here? So they they brought in Finn Balor and Finn Balor was the guy and everyone else shut the hell, shut their mouths. And they were behind him. But now Damian Priest is the guy talking all the time and he's cutting all of the promos. So what is Finn Balor doing? They've made him storyline. Okay, Fabe, he's the he's the cuck. K Fabi's mm-hmm. the cuck. Yep. Uh, Damian Priest is doing all the talking. He's got the briefcase. Dom is there just as comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, by the way, we all know that Rhea Ripley's got her, you know, her real guy over there could beat the crap out of him at any time. You know, you know, Murphy could come over there and beat the living hell out of him and going, you know, you're her older brother thing going on here. That's it. You're, li- you're her little brother. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting for them to pull the plug on that and go, you do know we never did it. We never kissed. We never did it. We never had anything on screen. We hugged and that was it. You know. I'm waiting for that to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be funny as hell. Um, and he's going to be deflated. We're waiting for the big fall of uh, Dominic Mysterio. But, I mean, there's nothing to do with him. He's not the demon. He could easily go back to New Japan Pro Wrestling and be relevant. And even though it's a smaller venue, it's a smaller promotion, you'll be the shark in the pond. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Eating up (laughs) the minnows. Right now, he's a piranha. Right now, he's a piranha, and one piranha could bite your finger off, but it's still just one piranha, and that's what he is. They're not doing anything with him, and we're we're forgetting the elephant in the room that's Cody Rhodes because he has to be given something to do between now and WrestleMania, which means he's going to take one of these guys out and have a three-month-long Long style because WWE will do this. They'll do something with Rhodes for the next three months because he needs something to do from now to WrestleMania, which means Finn Balor is further down the line. He's further down the line. He's going to be it's gonna be something to do with payback. Payback, it's gonna be him and Damian Priest. There's gonna be something that's gonna happen that's going to break up the 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 you know the Monday night raw bloodline team, which is you know. They got, that's Monday Night Raw's bloodline and Judgment Day has to have their judgment because they're not going anywhere. They really aren't. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is Rhea Ripley doing with that belt? Is it great that she has the belt? Does she deserve to have the belt? But it's another Seth Rollins type thing. These are belts that should have never existed. This is what happens when you have a logjam of talent. Now you have to create belts because they're still calling Roman Reigns the WWE hey, hey. undisputed universal heavyweight first galactic off. intergalactic <laughs> champion. First, first,
1: of, all, hey, first off what does hey, that mean? You act like A You act like AEW don't have that many belts that they have as well. But so they but you know it. what they did? They okay. did one thing that was smart.
0: They did and it's tongue in cheek. They went, all right, this is Ring of Honor. And when we want to keep Ring of Honor separate, we'll keep it separate. When we want to give you guys a, a you know, a second chance. Hey, you know what? We lost the tag team belts, MGF. Don't worry. There's the Ring of Honor tag team belts. It's like sloppy seconds. And we know it. And it's a it's a punk out. I get it. But it's not the WWE trying that inter-brand crap where they're saying Raw and SmackDown are two different promotions. They never were. They never were. So now we're not doing red and blue anymore. We're just going to have different tiers of the same belt. What does that mean? Pearl. Who is more important? Is Roman Reigns more important? Or is yes, Seth Rollins Roman is more Reigns important? is
1: more important.
0: He's the top guy. Yes, exactly. So then what the hell is Seth Rollins carrying? What is Rhea Ripley, car- Rhea Ripley carrying? And she's not even being used. She's sitting there carrying Dom's diapers. Why? Okay. <laughs> Why? She's too good for that. And also, I don't like this thing. A few months ago, if you remember, right. Rhea Ripley was there punching people and doing nut shots, and then they had her do a spot where she was going to do with um. I was going to say Nakazawa, but who was the guy, the, 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 uh, the Japanese wrestler, who was doing the, the kung fu stuff for a while in WWE? They were using him for the 24-7 belt.
3: Uh, Akira Tozawa.
0: Tozawa. Yeah. She, tried to, she tried to flip him over. She couldn't do a suplex on him. She, her eyes popped out of her skull trying to do a suplex on him. So then they went, okay, you're not going to, you know, have run-ins with, with the male, you know, competitors anymore. But now she's just, she's a valet now. She's too good to be a valet. is right, so the most over person
2: in the Judgment
1: Day.
0: And, they're not, you, and they're not doing yeah. anything with her. It's
1: sad. Right. Well, listen, bottom line, Finn Balor uh, doesn't need a title, but we'll make sure at some point that when he does get a title, it would be Seth's title. Okay? So How we'll about we give him new shiny Air Force Ones? <laughs> Purple Air Force Ones. Hey, those ones were nice, though. I would like to have though. those. Hey, are dunks.
0: Real. We'll give them dunks, you know? New Jordans. Maybe we'll Bring give back them. The Reebok pumps. <laughs> yeah, we'll give them purple pumps. Yeah. <laughs> you, All right. y'all have pumps like these. These are the best. <laughs> <laughs> I did not right. have a book, but That's I got awesome.
1: this. <laughs> Let's go to count two. <laughs> And this one is CM Punk takes shots at Adam Page after AEW collision. That's from WrestlingHeadlines.com. Now, the way this one reads, it says that the AEW real world champion CM Punk seemingly kept the heat going with Adam Page following Saturday's AEW collision in Greensboro, North Carolina. Now, the Collision main event saw the House of Black retain the AEW World Trio's title over Punk and AEW World Tag Team Champion FTR. After Collision went off the air, Punk gave a promo to the live crowd and he included jabs at Hangman. Uh, Punk's digs at Page came after he saw a fan sign that said, quote, Carolina is Hangman country. Now, after he saw that, let me now read exactly the quote that CM Punk said. After he saw the sign, quote, hello, North Carolina. What is this? What? Huh? What is this? Look at this. Carolina is hangman's country. Hmm. Earlier today, I went to a local supermarket and I figured out why they called him hangman. It's because the pegs in the toy out are full of hangman action figures because nobody wants them, wants to buy them. He's a peg warmer. Unlike me, who moves merchandise and pops ratings and sells toys. We got everybody in AEW saying, I'm the heart. I am the soul. I am the spirit. Well, that's the objective. What is the fact? What is a fact is the people who say that certainly aren't the chin of AEW because the lights go out faster than what? GTS? Go to sleep. I don't know what I'm trying to do. I got rocked, too. I told the house, House of Black, no chops, and they chopped me, so I'm very mad. Uh, City Steve, uh, I'm gonna boy. go ahead and let you take this one because this was your article. This is yeah. your your company, your boy. Explain that, dude. It
3: again. It just goes to show that CM Punk just can't let shit lie. I mean, they they all you know came to an agreement that they weren't gonna engage or anything like that. Punk, you know, throughout the counterfeit counterfeit bucks line on his first promo back, whatever Um, the, the, the elite answered in very minor ways as well. Um, But yeah, then for CM Punk, now it wasn't televised, but still for him to launch into a full on promo on hangman, Adam page, it just goes to show you that, yeah, this issue might still be an issue. And that's not what you want to see after we were assured that everything was smoothed over and that everything would be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, it's somebody's going to have to show some leadership and show some humility. And, uh, yeah, I don't see either one of those happening.
1: And you see, Rob, that's why, you know, when you have someone like uh, a Roman Reigns, you don't have to worry about them just going crazy, oh, right? But your guy, mm-hmm. CM Punk. He's just going crazy. But well, you know I never is, said he was my guy. Okay, I'm sorry. I never said he was my guy. I think he's a moron. Oh, okay. Well, why don't he's you take a freaking
0: moron? First of, of all, where do you get the balls to say that when you spent seven years doing nothing on a one match UFC career? You <laughs> got your ass kicked. Up. Oh, I, I forgot about that second match, and I think everybody else did. <laughs> Uh, you you suck, okay? The most you were ever over as a wrestler was, again, when you were a Paul Heyman guy and you did the pipe bomb and you sat there in the corner and then they cut your mic. And, and by the way, in that sense, WWE was smart. AEW is smart because they go, oh, you're kind of uh, toxic. So unlike WWE where we create a new belt every other week, we're just going to uh, take your belt and just, eh, it's gone, doesn't make it, it it's, it's nothing now. It's nothing. We're going to make your belt nothing. That's it. You can keep it, but uh, here, we'll, we'll spray the X on there for you because you're the X champion. He should be happy he has a job. He should be happy. Yeah. He First of all, you know, unlike RVD, yeah. this guy's in his 40s. He's not wrestling at his best. If you were to tell me RVD was 45 and, and CM Punk was 52, I'd believe you because he's very dainty in the ring. They're they they're putting a think about it. He's the collision guy now. He relegated himself to a show that was basically set up to be the B show, the C show. That's what he did. He put himself on what should be considered the weakest night of wrestling. All right, now if it gets better, I don't think that that's going to be you know you know that they're going to hang their head on on a comforter match, and that's what you are going to call it, a comforter match, because that's what FTR is. They're like a comforter, they're like a blanket. They keep him safe. I think, I think he's uh, he's really full of himself, mm-hmm. um, and and they've proven that they can go without him. They've proven that they can go without him. Now, I will say, I haven't seen the numbers for for AEW. I think it was mm-hmm. dumb to even do uh, another show. They should have just added an hour to Rampage and had two uh, two shows, and that'd be it. You know, yeah. instead of whatever crap movie TNT is going to go with. How many times do I need to see the edited Matrix with commercials? <laughs>
2: You know, don't worry. The Christmas Story twenty four hours is coming right.
0: soon. Right? Yeah, I need to see. Hey, oh, now, God. we've got the Christmas Story. You know, uh, but the guy, the guy doesn't like to work. The guy, I don't think cares about having a job. I think, I think he wants to do his own promotion. He's going to do his own little Jeff Jarrett thing and team up with Dixie Carter. Five <laughs> years <laughs> now, and Oof. be on, and, and you know, <laughs> he will be teaming up with Dixie Carter on the Pursuit Channel. You know, followed oh, up shit. by the, you know, the hunters doing skeet shooting,
2: you know, in a six sided ring.
0: Yeah. in a six sided ring in a bingo hall, you know, where they're slipping over scumbags. You know, it's 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 OK. They're mopping up the ring while the show's going on because they're throwing confetti in the ring, you know, like the old ROH matches. <laughs> Half of those matches were outside, you know, bird shits on your head. You, <laughs> like, That's what he's aiming for. That's what he's aiming for. He's got right. this indie, this indie anger, but he's supposed to be mainstream. Why do you have an indie anger, but you're supposed to be mainstream? <laughs> Did nobody tell you that you succeeded? <laughs> hey, dude, you you actually like succeeded. You know, you, you were good. Yeah. Right. Oh, do oh, you, you have a boo boo on your heel? You know, come on, yeah. knock it off. If you're injured, just say you're injured. You know, yeah. at least Daniel Brian Daniel was like, yeah, hey, I'm injured, I'm out. You know, I'll show up, I'll show, oh, he's been by, you know, gone for three months. Cool. That's all you have to do. I don't need you to cut promos about how shitty your life is, you know, (laughs) and hangman Adam Page. Like, you're supposed to be better than him. The fact that you're punching down to somebody who should not be anywhere near your level when he came in and cut the promos he did with MJF. No one was thinking about Hangman Adam Page. He knew what his role was at that point. When he came into AEW, he knew what his job was to do. He knew his job was to cut good promos. He knew that he had MJF to cut good promos with. And when it was unscripted, remember when he goes, are you, are you being serious right now? When MJF did, the, they're calling me a Jew boy. And he goes, are you being serious? I was on the edge of my seat. I didn't care if CM Punk was even marginally injured. Why is he worried about the Young Bucks? The whole company was built on their backs. You knew that going in. Were you stupid? Okay. Stop <laughs> yeah. breaking kayfabe. This is the other thing. Stop breaking kayfabe. Triple H does his crap, but he goes, Absolutely. let me talk to you about Richard Fleer. <laughs> I don't want to know about Richard Fleer. I want to know about Richard. I want to know about Ric Flair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to know how much poon this guy is getting at 93 years old. I, okay? Don't <laughs> break the freaking fourth wall. This is why his daughter sucks. I don't care how many moonsaults she does. She's boring. She will never be her dad. You can give her 27 title wins. I will never give a damn. I don't care how shredded she is. Uh, Charlotte, you suck. You're not your dad. You're never
1: going to be. Okay? All right, Rob. You go Sorry. You, Yeah, you're go in the corner, man. You just went off. <laughs> wow. Damn. John. Sorry. Shots fired, you know. Then, yeah. Apparently,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I don't know how to follow
0: that.
1: Damn, yeah, bro.
2: Either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think back to,
0: uh,
2: I think back to an article that I read, um, quoting a WWE executive who decided to remain nameless basically to protect his job when CM Punk came over to AEW and the quote was he's that guy's problem. Now (laughs) and he continues to show that once again, Phil Brooks is doing Phil Brooks things because Phil Brooks only goes in business for Phil Brooks. If you pick up on what I'm putting down here, uh, I don't know what type of gag order or non-disclosure agreement came from the fallout that was all out last year with legal, but you can guarantee MT he is going to tiptoe that line of that gag order to get away with as much as he can to keep himself relevant. So, and then also Hangman Page, he was also singled out before all this mess as being one of the talents who would not listen to the veterans when they would offer advice and would say, I'm fine. I got where I am on my own. I don't need your help. So it's a real interesting dichotomy, but once again, it's CM Punk doing CM Punk things, whatever
1: I'm over them. I hear that. Well, that's y'all's problem now. He can start his own promotion
3: and his first
0: wrestler will be Leo Rush. Those two think alike. (laughs) In
2: a six sided ring.
0: (laughs) In a six sided ring. Complaining (laughs) about each other
1: for two hours. Of course. All right, here's count three. and that is former WWE star to make a New Japan Pro Wrestling debut this month from WrestlingNews.co. So, the re- so this one quickly reads that New Japan is slated to hold an all-star junior festival on August 19th where the tournament matches, including Kevin Knight versus Clark Connors. And friends, Sesco Akira and Mike Bailey would take place. And New Japan Pro Wrestling is bringing in Enzo Amore, the real one, I guess, for the show, making it his promotional debut. Of course, he broke into business in 2012 after signing with WWE, where he went to train in NXT. He made his television debut as a heel before being paired with Big Cass. Now, on the Raw, after WrestleMania 32 in 2016, uh, Enzo and Cass uh, a- a- debuted, debuted on the main roster where they confronted the Dudley Boys. And the following year, Cass turned on Amori and they feuded until uh, Enzo shifted. Uh, to being part of the 205 Live roster where the show was built around him being the cruiserweight champion. Alright, so you know what? Why don't I just start over with you again, Sin City? Just tell me what's your thoughts? Now we have Enzo, of all people, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He, listen, I know you hold New Japan to uh, a very high level. Uh What's your take hearing that this guy is going to be over there? I'll tell you. So I know
3: everybody's expecting me to shit all over this. I'm not going to. Ah. I'm not going to at all.
1: All right. right.
3: Here's the thing is professional wrestling is is, it's just like ice cream. There's a different flavor for everyone. New Japan, they have their comedy acts. They have their their work rate guys. They have their high spot guys. Mm -hmm. They have – they have a little something for everybody. And to be honest, I don't know why it took this long for, for Enzo to get scooped up and to get onto a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure obviously a lot of that is to do with him individually. I know that he was going through some some issues after um, getting released by WWE. But the the fact is that he was extremely good on the mic we all know that mm-hmm. and that is something that you know for uh, for you know pun intended you can't exactly teach that um so <laughs> well played yeah yeah so i realistically i i think that he it's it's going to be a net positive if he's actually going into this with you know actually giving it a full attempt If he's going in there just thinking that he can coast by on what he did 10 years ago, that's a problem. And that, that won't be tolerated in, in new Japan, uh, whatsoever. But I wish him nothing but the best. And I hope that he can revive his career because he was good.
1: (laughs) All right. Good stuff there. Um, let me go over to you, uh, John, what's your take to see, uh, you know, Enzo now being a part of new Japan.
2: (laughs) You know, I'm going to use a
1: parody reference, you know, I'm a
2: father of two teenage high school daughters and the old saying of, you can't say you don't like something if you haven't tried it yet. So let's give the guy a shot. I look towards Big Bill, W. Morrissey, whatever his ring name is for this up next upcoming week. Um... He's worked really hard to rebuild himself, to get to get back in the limelight. and I have a lot of respect for you know what he's trying to do. Enzo, he's very much to a lesser degree like a Conor McGregor where he's great on the mic and you can't teach that. Sin City, you stole the words out of my mouth earlier. Well played. (laughs) But then also we hear, you know, like a Conor McGregor, like a CM Punk, he's kind of like a cancer. If the reports are true from company to company to company and, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So let's see what happens and goes there. But like Sin City said, if he tries to live on his, you know, rest on his laurels and live on his past success, Going to New Japan where they will wrestle you in strong style, and if you're not used to that, once again, you can't teach that. And <laughs> it's gonna be a very short, ex- and it's gonna be a short experiment. That's not a high joke for him either. My apologies to the all the vertically challenged people out there.
1: <laughs> all right, Rob, what's your take, man? Enzo, New Japan, you excited?
0: He's soft, he's sloppy. They're not calling him Poppy he's get the hell out of here (laughs) what the hell are you talking about the guy's running around there like an autistic kid trying to dance i mean and that was the best he could ever do they were teaching him how to wrestle while he was over how the hell are you over and while you're the champion they're teaching you how to wrestle did we forget this He was learning how to do his job when he had the belt. I can make some easy presidential jokes right here. He was the very best guy ever. He knew everything he had to do when he went in. You know, this that intern
2: was. was excellent.
0: First of all, he was the very best wrestler. He never botched moves. He was smooth in the ring and he never touched that woman. He never did do an NDA. And that's what it was. OK, so now you got the guy. You're not going to call him Enzo Moore. You're not going to give the music. They're probably going to sue him if he comes out there with the zebra haircut like he's freaking. He was trying. His whole gimmick was he was Dennis Rodman. He was basically mini Dennis Rodman. with You know, I mean, he was Scotty Tuhati and Dennis Rodman. And okay, fine. And yeah, he has mic skills. Lots of guys said, Hey, look, we just said it. You know, all the guys with mic skills, CM Punk has mic skills. What good did that do him? And by the way, going back to that, because that got him mic in trouble after the camera yeah. was off. Why would you save the. Promo after the camera's off. So now this guy's gonna show up and 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 this is Japan. These guys, these audiences are loyal, but they don't know how to react to anything. They go like this. <laughs> right. Have you ever seen a new Japan pro wrestling show? None right. of those people get excited. <laughs> this whole guy's life, he needs a pop. Okay, he's not gonna get the pop he needs. He'll so, get a pop, but he'll he'll get not the he'll one go. he wants. You know what it is. British clap out audiences have more energy before they start drinking. I mean, good lord. They're gonna go out there. <laughs> He's gonna get a golf clap and then they're gonna go and then they're gonna have like Jim Ross going, you know what in Japan, that's a big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well and you know what they don't even have Jim Ross anymore so he's got nobody and he's he's soft and sloppy they're going to have red shoes in there giving him 20 counts and he's still going to look bad
2: you know as long as no one throws him to do a slide under the bottom rope because we know how that worked out oh my god
0: you know what look unfortunately for a lot of people who leave WWE and and not such good circumstances he's going to go over there and be forgotten I mean, Mercedes Monet went over there and she did a good job. But you think for one second that she would have rather been defending her women's tag team matches and had something to do, or or go and be the champion at NJPW? You know, whether she succeeds there and she was injured, unfortunately, you don't really notice her, and that's a shame because she's very talented in ring on mic. In ring, he wasn't so talented. He did improve, but. It's he's gonna be swallowed up, you know. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna have uh, Kenny Kingston uh, They're gonna have uh, Eddie Kingston come over there and belly flop him to death. No one's gonna notice, you know. It's you know it's, it's, it's it. He's yeah. soft, yeah. Soft. And he's S O F T soft. That's so they have to spell it like that now. Them that those
1: soft, you know. <laughs>
0: okay, okay that's awesome. it okay you're soft bye
1: oh man all right job good stuff good stuff i love it uh that's our three count uh for tonight we're gonna uh get into our uh our, our comments to win the show so as always we thank you for uh for always listening for watching join us every sunday we're on here starting at 8 p.m we start our wrestling talk of course that's specific standard time and then at about 8 45, we jump on to our three count. So if you're able to join us, just uh, make sure you continue to follow us and put on the notifications YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook Live. We appreciate it. And also appreciate you both, Rob and John, for coming through last minute to help us out with so much. Thank you, DJ. Yeah, absolutely. We Thank definitely got to do this again. All right. Sensity Steve, final thoughts. All right. Thank you guys for hanging
3: out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Also, very special shout out and thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%.
1: No doubt. Thank you much. And shout out to John, who definitely represents our top military here. So we thank you for everything you do for the country, sir. And everything, thank you, sir. Yes, yes. Now, what's your final thoughts?
2: The Raiders are undefeated. I don't care if it's preseason. I take the wins when I can. Since Steve. Yes. week three, we're coming for you Sunday night football. That's right. <laughs> That's right, and then and then, uh, and then going along with uh, Sin City's you know, comment about you know different flavors of ice cream. When it comes to pro wrestling, we have different companies. We're all fans of pro wrestling. Let's just yeah. be fans together, and can we all just get along?
1: <laughs> Perfect, John. Nope. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I tried.
0: Rob, I'm wearing you- the Vegas hat. Ironically, screw Jimmy Carapalo. I could give I could give a damn about the third string guy finally you know just weeding his way up to the top. Um, I'll I'll tell you now, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I I want Wembley to do good. I'm all Mm, eyes on Wembley. Absolutely, they need to do well because if they do well, then WWE is forced to do better. So we want them all to succeed. We want them to succeed. Um, And if you want to see some of the best Donald Trump ever. Yeah. boss comedy right there where the flashing light is yes you're the flashing light
1: <laughs> boss comedy
0: the greatest people tell me he's the greatest comedian that has ever existed i've, I've been told and um where are you going to at,
1: man i gotta come watch you
0: maybe like, after uh trump gets arrested he'll be the, the you know he'll be the manager for uh, a former enzo amori oh, <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <Poor. You> know, <laughs> He's the very best. He's a very good wrestler. They tell me he's seven feet tall. Believe it, he's seven feet tall. And those are real Jordans. Those are not kids' Jordans. Those are real Jordans.
2: Oh, man. And you couldn't teach that. And, And by
0: the way, you can't teach that. You can't teach that. It can't be taught. It can't be taught. Ivanka said to me, Daddy, you can't teach that. You can't teach that.
1: Bro, I got to come see you, man. Make sure you let us know your date so we can, we can, you know, us local folks out there. Yes, meeting. please. Sure, man. You're a funny guy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, y'all. So uh, with that, we will see you next week. We'll do it all over again. Hopefully we have the boys back. But if not, we definitely still will have a show and we'll keep it moving. All right. Until then, happy wrestling to you all. Vegas bad boys podcasting.